Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Welcome to an HBO podcast from the HBO Late Night series, Real Time with Bill Maher. So I have a, uh, sorry. I have a correction. I did make a mistake. It, is, it was Sonia Sotomayor on the Supreme Court who asked Gorsuch to wear a mask. I said it was Stephen Breyer. Mm. Um, Stephen Breyer, I said he... No, it was... But same difference. If you're around... <laughs> my, point, my point was, if you're around an 83-year-old... Oh. That's what my grandchildren say to me. Oh, right. They don't want to visit me anymore because they're afraid of infecting me. Right. But you look healthy as a horse. I'm much healthier than they are. Exactly. <laughs> you know, you know when I didn't... I didn't get to this in the show. But one of the things in David Leonhardt's article I read about this week that I thought was so sad was that he, he made the point that older people are the ones who should be more scared of the virus. And it's the reverse. It's yeah. younger people. They have so scared the kids. They've raised them. They've coddled them. They've helicopter parented them. They've bulldozed parented them to the point where they're afraid of their own shadow. They have like a minuscule possibility, unless you're having some... Yes, you people with comorbidities do. Yeah. But mostly, I mean, you've got the good immune system. To, to read these statistics about a quarter of the 18 to 34-year-old being very worried... Very worried. Oh, fuck, I mean, grow a pair. If they go, if they go, to, if they go to college on the east or west coast, they have booster requirements. They oh. have uh, incredible restrictions. I mean, imagine anyone in this country between the ages of 16 and 23 who've had to go through this. Like, the normal stuff of adolescence and youth, you've just had you it know, really my, shut down. When my parents died, especially my mother, I was very happy that she never knew what I was doing in the streets in Brooklyn right. when I was growing up. <laughs> yeah, right. Because the, yes. first, the fundamental rule of playing in the streets was that you should never have adults around. Right. And, you know, now they want you to come watch them play. And, 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 and the parents can be very destructive watching their own kids play. I, and, and, you know, what I, what I used to love about growing up in the 40s in Brooklyn was that we went out and we came back when it was dark and it was time to have dinner. And if my mother ever knew what I was doing... And I didn't do anything terribly dangerous. I'm not talking about, you know, doing anything that was really... But we were out in the empty lots. We climbed on garage roofs. Sure. You know, we were... I mean, uh, that's that's what... And, I, I, and 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 and, no, and you know it. there was this wonderful book that was written in the I think in the in the late fifties called Where Did You Go Out What Did You Do Nothing <laughs> and it was a, <laughs> and it was about I, you know it was about kids growing up they don't want to be required reading required reading now you know when when my kids grew up it they you took them to the to the playgrounds. And you didn't leave them, let them play. You sat there on the benches. And if one kid got into a scrap with another kid, 
the mothers jumped up and mediated the dispute. Sometimes also have ordinances that it's actually illegal for your kids under a certain age to walk to school on their own. Yeah. And it's, it's, oh. literally, it's literally that bad. I mean, I, mean, I used to walk to school from age we five We all did. Me too. And yeah. you would be arrested for it yeah, today. I mean, could. if they see a kid walking alone, it's like a crisis. Yeah. Crisis. Well, you know, when I was afraid, a kid, it was like, get your ass to school. They're afraid of abductions. Yeah, don't, don't come back. But the fact is that right. most abductions of children yeah, are by their relatives and, and well, custody disputes. They imagine that every kid is being followed by a clown with his dick out. I mean, they... <laughs> you know, I mean... Well, that, 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 <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I, I was always kind of... I mean, I wasn't the perfect son, but I was kind of proud. You weren't? No. <laughs> wasn't bad, but I was kind of proud that I always protected my parents, like, from the stuff you're talking about. And I did a little, things a little worse. I mean, when I started in comedy... You know, I was living in New York. I had a shitbox apartment, but it wasn't cheap. Nothing is in New York. And they never really asked me. They must have known there's no money in comedy at the beginning. They never, like, asked me, and I didn't tell. And I didn't ask them for money. But I was selling pot. You know. I mean, you know, that's, that's how I live. It's a good thing not to tell your parents. No, and I just, right. It was like, don't ask, don't tell. And that was... Well, you know, it was like cursing. Out. It was like cursing. Everybody was afraid their parents found out that they cursed when they were out in the street. Oh, fuck yes. And, and, <laughs> and I, I always knew that... I knew what the, early I figured out what the rule was. The rule was is that your parents could curse and you could curse, but you must never curse in the presence of each other. Right, there you go. That was the rule. Don't That's, cross the streets. I never yeah. heard it expressed that way. You're so right. You should hang out with me more. I would love to <laughs> hang out with you more. I told you, you're a hero of mine. Um, but you're right. You know, I'm sure my parents... We just didn't do it in front of each other. That's right. And if you did, everybody would be mortified. Right. Like, oh, my God, he's learning about these words. Learning about these words? I used to... You know, I was a link language. It was a separate language for us. The best everybody <laughs> knew those words. The, the best... Most honest discussion I'd ever had with my father was when I was in college and I was home for like the summer or something, and I'd come in late being stoned, and he'd had three martinis. <laughs> <laughs> and then we kind of talked, you know? Okay. Well, let's... I got stoned in that cream, so <laughs> I guess I we're going, know. going to the questions now. Uh, what does it say, Matt, about Gen X that the most likely candidates for 2024 are two guys over the age of 75? I guess they mean Biden and Trump. Is Biden going to run again? Let's I mean, get to that one first. If they wheel him out, I got supposed to. <laughs> he's, he's supposed to. Both of them. Both of them, to be clear. A lot of wheeling uh, needs They'll to happen. They'll be in with, gurneys, both of them. Well, they, they I will. Mean, no, I think, I think to the questioner's point, and it's a good one, is that it's yet another reason why Gen X rules is because we never really liked politics to begin with, never got into it overly much. And the most Gen X politician out there is a guy who started off interesting but has serially embarrassed himself, Beto O'Rourke, um, like with every skateboard run to losing whatever his latest uh, position is in, in, in Texas. Um, we're, we're on to other things. I think that's great. But let's not be ageist about this. Like, it's, it's not right to judge people. There are people, a hundred in this world who are still working the fields. Look at this. How old are you? <laughs> I give up. How old am I? I don't know. Like, I, I'm almost 84. 84, okay? I mean, I'll, you know what? And 
Jonathan, and you don't you don't want to play one on one basketball with me. Oh, I was I would say you, that to you. you, you I'll no. play one on one with you. No. Absolutely. You you won't last. I guarantee. Really? It. Yes. Let's fucking do it. All right. On television, okay. we can do it. Right. No, and and he's gonna punch it. Yeah. And, and, and even the applause I find patronizing. Like, oh, you're still here. Oh, good for you, sir. It's like it's like fuck you. Well, you know, when I was a kid, nobody lived past sixty-two. I didn't know anybody. I mean, if you said you were 85, that was like... Now, I open up the bits every day in the Times. Right. And I'm, I'm you know... If I'm, you're not I'm in glad that I'm not there. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody is older than I am. Okay. But, I mean, there's something about... It's like, it's like the way you talk, the way you move, your energy, your acumen. Nothing about you suggests a specific age, other than you're obviously a mature man. But, I mean, I don't know why you couldn't be president. I, I don't I, either. I don't either. <laughs> right. It's, it's, but, a, it's a prejudice. But I know why my, my dad, who is your age, shouldn't be president, for example. But that's your dad. It's yeah. a case-by-case basis. And would the case of Biden and the case of Trump? Right. Well, Trump was crazy before he was old. Yeah. Okay. That's, I mean, he has so many things. Old is the least of his problems. I agree. I'll... Because No, it is. Yeah. He does not... I mean, that is one of uh, Trump's great weapons that he has going for him is he doesn't come across as old. He's a robust Henry VIII kind of, you know, just strutting. And, uh, he just, you know, you see him and you don't think old. You think nuts and, oh, a, a man who became a platinum blonde in his 70s. Like, that's cuckoo. Are but, you eating that hamburger? <laughs> right. You don't think... Yeah, right. As he has two portions of ice cream, everybody else gets one. That kind of shit. <laughs> Fiona, you started working as a... Uh, great segues here. Uh, as a, <laughs> As a young teenager to, like me, selling pot, no. Uh, as a young teenager to <laughs> help support your family, what do you think is the best way to instill a strong worth work ethic among young people today? Well, definitely getting a job when you're 11. Honestly, right? You, you had one, right? You had one? You had one? Yeah, we all had one, right? Yeah. Well... I mean, the problem, actually, um, you know, right now is, of course, gets back to all of your rules and regulations. And, you know, I I guess that's what, you know, back in the day, we tried to stop people from working at 11, 12, 13, 14. Well, that we should do, Yeah, we did, yeah. But definitely having a job early on is a great thing to do. I think, unfortunately, with COVID, all the jobs uh, that kids have have, you know, dried up. I mean, well... Delivering newspapers is also hard when you're getting in them on your phone. I did them all. <laughs> that, yeah, that's a bit difficult. Raking you can't like, throw people's phones and apps right. across uh, the mowing, yeah, knees, mowing, mowing the lawn. lawns, shoveling cars. driveways. Yep. That's what my parents thought I was living on when I was selling pot. Yeah. I was yeah. like, boy, that, that lawnmower money really yeah. okay. What I want to know is, where did you get the pot to sell? Let's talk about that over basketball. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. <laughs> Catch all new episodes of Real Time with Bill Maher every Friday night at 10. Or watch him anytime on HBO On Demand. For more information, log on to HBO.com.